Hey, this is Dr. West. And this question comes to us. Uh, it says, uh, Dr. West, I need prayer. What's the best way to do that? Well, I'm going to paraphrase the answers of this individual just by just simply saying the best way to request prayer. And most Christians ask for prayer uh, in a innate situation, and they don't really understand the requirements to get that, the need answered. Most Christians will try to find their answer uh, in having a prayer partner, and that's, that's good to do that. That can be comforting. And uh, they'll, they'll try to find it by adding their name to the church bulletin like a shotgun shell uh, shot. And uh, that that's okay, but uh, it's still difficult, and it's not the best way to do it. They'll, they'll, some will even call in or write in to a TV ministry, and that's that's not a very good way to do it. Uh, they, they're not going to tailor make an answer to your prayer. And sometime in open church assemblies, they'll say, everybody who has a prayer need, just lift your hand and say that prayer to God and we're going to pray. Well, that that again is a is a, is a close way to get it answered. And God can, God can answer any of those ways that he wishes to, but it's not the best way to do that. The best way to do that is to just go to God directly yourself in your prayer closet. As a new covenant Christian, you have the right to to uh, seek access to the Father and ask him to forgive your sin in Jesus' name, and then Jesus will act as your advocate. And if you did that from the humble spirit in 1 John uh, chapter uh, 1, verse 9, that, that's the question. If we, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. Uh, from all unrighteousness. That's a wonderful text. Uh, but we need to kind of understand what happens in a prayer uh, in this Bible answer man t- uh, thought because the definition of prayer is a little bit different from maybe what people think about. In the Old Covenant, uh, the uh, the definition of a prayer would kind of be to come to come between two parties and to act as an intermediary between two parties, which is, you know, that between the person sinning in the old covenant and God. And they normally did that with a priesthood and the sacrifice of some type of an animal or something or a dove or a flower or some other type of uh, oil or some other type of ingredient. And it was a supplication prayer. It was a petition prayer. That's what supplication is. When we get to the new covenant, it takes on a prayer request, takes on a little bit of a different connotation to us and more depth and more wonderful. Because here in the, in the new covenant person in James chapter five, verse four, it talks about the new method. It says, is there any sick among you that you as a question mark, let him call for the elders of the church. Then he goes on to define that with a colon that says, and let them pray. That would be the elders pray over him, anointing him personal with oil in the name of the Lord. And he goes on to give, by colon, give definition. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him, that's personal, up. Now, without the interjection, let me just read that from James chapter 5, verse 14. I think I said 4 before. It's James five fourteen, And go back and read this yourself and meditate on it. Here's what it says. In the new covenant way, is there any sick among you? Question mark. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith 
shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. Well, that's not only a physical sickness. That can be a mental or soulish or spiritual or an active sin sickness. So it's a prayer to God. It's a prayer. It's a wish. It's a hope because all faith starts with hope. And it's a, it, you, the one is to call after they've gone to God for themselves. They're to call for the elders of a church. This would be the one who is senior in age and having oversight of the church. And the, the word would be a presbyter. In, free, in, in the free translation, that would be the presbyter of the church would be the pastor. And if you have a pastor that you can't go to, I would think seriously, uh, if you, well, let me put it this way. If you have a pastor you can't get to and have him anoint you with all lay hands on, I'm not talking about the 15 associate pastors on staff because associate pastors, to my estimation, uh, which is another teaching, is a compromised operation. And most church, big churches all have those, and they're comfortable with them, but the people suffer sicknesses because of it. If you have a church you can't get to the pastor, the one pastor, that's a senior pastor, and get to him and have him act, I would think seriously about finding me another church because that's one of his duties as a pastor is to do this for the people because when he, and when I, when I go to visit churches, especially a large church, I'm always struck by the sick list in the bulletin, and I can just about judge the quality of ministry from the pastor down by the sick list in the church. Well, hopefully you'll listen to this again and share it with your friends, and it'll be a blessing to you and give you aid and comfort and a way to get your prayers met. So this is Dr. West saying, I just bless you until we meet again in a seminar or a live teaching or in some other Bible answer man. Lord bless you.